Welcome to the City Life Lansing podcast. You are loved, you belong, and you have a unique purpose from God. You can connect with us at citylifelansing.com. You belong here. Here's today's message. Good morning, City Life. Welcome to Vision Sunday 2022. Vision is essential to unify us and give us a clear picture of where we're going, but it is never above God's word, and it's not something we, like, worship. But it is key. What season are we in as a people? So every year, we've always taken time to, man, God, what are you saying? And bounced it off each other and asked each other and just wanted to really be in tune with what he's doing and not just assume that we're always on the right side of history. So to often say, hey, God, check us. Where are we at? And we humbly submit this today that we believe this is what God is calling us into as a church family And it takes each one of us embracing growing with Jesus individually as well. So there's me with Jesus, and then there's we with Jesus. Which one's above the other? Neither. It's one and the same. We're in this together. So you got, when you walked in, a vision mag. And online, you can go to citylifelancing.com click resources, and you can get the Vision magazine as well. And in just a few moments, I'm going to walk us through that and give us some texture, some key dates, but I just want to speak from the heart for a moment. Is that cool? Seven years ago, before City Life was ever realized, there was a dream that God put in our heart that there was people that God wanted us to love and get close to and bloom where we're planted. We went from being traveling evangelists, going from city to city, doing Christian rap concerts and launching discipleship movements for churches so that after the music stops, people wouldn't be spiritual orphans or on an island, but connected to the local church. But there became a rallying cry. It was nine shootings in six days in 2013 where I felt like the Lord was just knocking down our door. was like, why do you keep traveling everywhere? Why don't you just bloom where you're planted? And we submitted those plans to leadership and eventually went on some modified residencies to a couple different churches. Our parent church, City Life Philly. Went out there for six weeks. Our family and the Gilreese, we had three kids at the time. And Rob and Tina, who Rob was up on the guitar, Tina was on the piano. They were pregnant with their first child. And we bought a minivan and went to Philly for six weeks. Then we went down to Florida and were part of Crossover Church for three months getting a feel and a flow of what it would be like to plant a church. We teamed up with ARC, which is Association of Related Churches, and 
the dream of City Life Lansing became real in 2015. But when we were driving back from Florida, we got caught with this crazy 24-hour bug. Medical people in the room, I think it was like norovirus. Is that a, is that a, that's a thing? Okay, thanks. I be, we believe it's that. You know when you just start Googling what you have? WebMD, which I'm sure doctors want to tackle everybody. Don't worry, pastors is very similar. They're like, I watched a video. Jesus is coming back tomorrow. And, you know, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, kind of. Um, so it was kind of one by one. Everyone was getting sick in the car. And not entry level sick, like pullover, disgusting, I'll leave it there, sick. And I'm driving and I'm just waiting for it to hit me. We're coming from Atlanta, we're in Detroit, and all we want to do is get home, and then it hits me. And we're driving down 96, and I'm one of those guys where I don't want to ride, I would rather drive, because I get a little stomach, like, car sick, no matter what. I think it happened when I did sales for years where I would drive in the car myself, I wouldn't ride. So I, was not, I, I wasn't going to ride regardless. So Rob is being so kind, hey, I'll drive if you can't. And I'm like, no, we're either going to get a hotel or we're going to make it. And they're like, we're only like an hour away. We got to get there. And so it hit me and we pulled over at the gas station and I am just out for the count. And I felt like the Lord told me this though. There was about 40 minutes, time stopped. And I wrote really long in the journal. And it was somewhere along the effects of this. When you get sick, Will you still serve me? It was raining. It was cloudy. He says, in the storms, will you still serve me? What you're walking into is going to be really hard. You're never going to be able to do it by yourself. But will you die to self and let me lead? And I remember just saying, yes, Lord. And writing that down as a reminder to me of how we'll lead the intentionality of this church before it was ever born, that we're going to go after the ones no one wants, where where some would say is the wild things we see as ideal, where there's dead ends and forgotten homes, that those are people that God wants to get close to, that Jeremiah 29 isn't just an idea that we read about, but it's something that God wants all of his people to do, to seek the welfare, the shalom of the people, seek the welfare and the shalom of the city, because in the city's welfare, you'll find your own. That a city set on a hill doesn't mean you're separate. It means you're amongst to be salt and light for people that need hope, that need love, that feel forgotten. People that are marginalized and never heard that Jesus moved into the neighborhood for the one. And it became a deep moment for me where I was like, fine. And I could hear, it was just really gently, the storm will pass. I quit throwing up, got back in the van, and we drove, and it was sunny. Now, those moments aren't happening every second. But it, it was a great reminder before this ever started. Don't forget. Storms will come. Be a people in a church that can withstand the storms of life 
And don't forget how I'm building this thing. Because anything I'm going to ask you to preach, you're going to have to live. There's a quote that says, a pastor plants a church to reach the city, but God plants a church to reach the pastor. Because in every one of our roles that we're called into, it's just a seat for sanctification. So people will ask, hey, what's city life like? Early in the years, I would say, it's sanctification on steroids. Like, what does that mean? It's front row to the best and the worst in people's lives. What does that mean? I was in my car for four hours today, depressed. Oh, well, I didn't. Sorry. At any given moment, you might get a phone call that someone lost a loved one or is celebrating the life of a loved one. And it wasn't like, woe is us. It was being invited more and entrusted more into how God feels and thinks all the time. That he would allow us the honor to be close with people's sacred spaces in their life. And we're all an extension of that. So it's not top down. Jesus is the chief shepherd. We're under shepherds, all the leaders here. We want to empower people to do the work of the ministry. So love the city is the mission. How that plays out is one life at a time, but it's really you. Yeah, it's something we do, but it's you, wherever you're at in your daily lives. That would be the goal. And so when we kicked it off with Love the City, it continued with some amazing anthems every year. I mean, we started at what, what is now Eastern High School, what was then Pattengill, 626 Marshall Street, right in the, some of the same places where I had my darkest days. I remember on the corner of Jerome Street in Pennsylvania, my friend rented a house there and we would party in it, um, which eventually turned bad. He was tied up one time, pistol whipped, robbed. And then God would allow us to plant the church right there at the same place, which I've seen some dark days. Then we got to birth city life right there too. I just, it was so neat. It's like he was just inviting us in and then he puts us over on this side of town and we all started to have stories where we were connected here and we're like, oh, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. But it's easier said than done because when we got the phone call that, hey, we can't have you there anymore, we'd rather you move here. Uh, real talk, there was anxiety, fear. A church that's only a, not even a couple years old is gonna move to the other side of town? Like, people already think it's strange enough. Where do you guys meet? You know, the community center, okay, do you know where Harry Hill is? It used to be a school. It's called Alfreda Schmidt Community Center now. Maybe you know Southside Community Center. The police are on one side. There's the parks and right. You know, you try to describe it to people. Some people know where they don't. Like, so, you, so it's not a building? No, it's not a building. You're a church, though? You know, how many parishioners do you have? I, what does that mean? <laughs> and then after prayer, we were reminded of who Jesus is and what his church is. We came out with a campaign called Unstoppable. The gates of hell will not prevail. Your job, it's awesome. Love it. Your family, love it. Extracurricular activities, really dope. But Jesus has only got one bride. 
It's his people. So it matters. He will be faithful to his people. But judgment starts first with us. (laughs) How challenging. So there's a couple of assumptions I'm making today. One, welcome to Vision Sunday. If this is your first time here, you get to kind of see the story. We're going to open up the hood because the assumption we're making is God's been writing the story for several years, which is a fact, but but that we're all a part of that story, even if it's one day or seven years, because it matters. Direction matters. And that we're first speaking to Jesus' followers. And if you don't know Jesus yet, cool, what a great environment. (laughs) I think Christ is so amazing that we should be extra transparent. The safest place to talk about anything should be in the house, the family of God. So here is a little picture of what the seven years looked like. Each year we had a graphic. And um, this year, we're presenting that it's roots. And here's what, before we think of us individually, here's collectively how we think this plays out. It started with Love the City, and that is just a huge banner over everything we do. Uh, It's felt, it's caught, it's taught. But the good report, Joshua and Caleb, when they did some recon work and went into the city, they came back and said, God's big enough. Yeah, there's giants there, and it may be hard, but God's big enough, and he's faithful, and and only they got to go because they gave a good report. They saw how big God was. So for every stat that was hard or tough in the city, it matters how we see the city. I'm still challenged by this when I drilled a pothole on Pennsylvania the other day. (laughs) Drilled it right over by Ryan's house. Just, I was so mad. It's furious. I wanted to send a bill to somebody. You owe me money. Where's my taxes going? Right, all of it. If it's our city or our space, whether that's Lansing, the 517, or world, doesn't matter where, it's us. So you start to fall in love with the grit. You see it as good. And then what would we do? Well, Jesus' love doesn't sit in a distance. His love runs too. When he hears there's anything hard or heavy, anytime you're at your lowest moment, you know what his love does? It runs right to you. That's why there's an underscore there. Love runs to what? You, each other, the city. And then what kind of, what would the love be about? It's about the one. The one to tell him what? Well, I'm the one. And God wants to make all things new. He's coming back with the city one day. There'll be no more tears, no more sickness, no more sorrow. But the greatest thing he's wanting to do in our lives is make us brand new, born again. So it starts with us. And that the local church can really be the hope of the universe in every sphere and sector of society. All things new. If you go back and listen to it, I had to apologize because I gave this really bold analogy. I said, I've been in these meetings um, 
there's some really cool stuff happening in our city. There are some people that want to start some businesses that have an emphasis on the inner city schools. They want to do developing in the inner city neighborhoods. They want to provide opportunity and access for everybody. And it is so neat. And I go, here's a clip from that meeting. And then it was reading Revelation um, that God is coming back to make all things new. And Afterwards, I was like, guess what? The business meeting is you. It's the church. You get to go do that stuff today. And I got emails that week. Who's the business he's talking about? When are they coming? Who are they hiring? How many jobs? And I was like, it was a hyperbole to describe that you don't believe how great you are, the power that's inside of you. That when God's people are unleashed, we get the privilege and the honor to love the one and bring heaven into Lansing. And that then became this anthem of if not who, if not you, then who? If not here, then where? If not now, then when? We've been talking about, it's like, let's go. So let's dream big because we're not defined by our works. But let's get to work for Jesus. So if you took all of these ingredients and you said, what are they? Well, in a day and age where everybody wants to do everything to go away. Come on, we want to escape? Who hasn't felt that feeling? Want to hide, retreat, isolate? Doomsday bunkers? Somebody here is super convicted because you Googled this week how to build a bunker. If we took all of these ingredients, we just put them down. To do what? City life to grow. Colossians 2, look at this. Paul writes, there's issues going on with the church believing false doctrines. And we're going to get personal right here, right now. In the last two years, the storms in our life have gotten real. We've all lost people. We've all wanted to put our hope in things that you can't grab on, hold to. We found ourselves trying to believe that a candidate can save us, a cause can save us. But Paul's going to deal with every lie with one name, Jesus. And he's going to remind them of love. Look at how it starts. I want their hearts. He's talking about, I'm not present there. Um, and I'm not present in Laodicea, but I'm writing and thinking about you all, and I want your hearts to be encouraged and joined together in what? What is it? In, in love. So that they may have all the riches of complete understanding and have the knowledge of God's mystery, Christ. City life, what do we need for the future? Christ. Because look at verse three. In him are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. You know, Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. We can only bear fruit when we abide in him.
in the last seven years, the homicide rate has tripled now in Lansing. Now, I know stats have gotten worse everywhere, but I don't live everywhere. I live here. And even if you don't live in Lansing, it's still the Jerusalem in front of our face. It's, it's a reflection of our love and care that we would be connected. Suburbs, urban, all one, just all walks of life. I love Proverbs 22.2. It says, where the rich and poor meet together, the Lord's the maker of them all. So maybe that could be uh, just all different types of people meet together. There's rich and poor in the inner city. There's rich and poor out of the city. And there's people everywhere. And God cares about people that are made in his image. And what does he want from us? He wants us to remember that he loved us. City life, you were bought with a high price. Jesus. So two years ago, when we were ready to kill each other over toilet paper, when the pandemic hit, not just outside, I'm talking about in the body of Christ. (laughs) What if we become so strong healthier than we've ever been. That when the next storm comes individually or the next storm comes collectively, we bounce back, almost like a palm tree in a hurricane can bounce back to put our roots down in Jesus. Well, look at verse six. It says, so then, just as you have received Christ Jesus as Lord... Continue to walk in him. Being rooted and built up in him, established in the faith, just as you were taught, and overflowing with gratitude. Be careful that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deceit based on human tradition, based on the elements of the world rather than Christ. Now I know in the name of Jesus, there's been a lot of dumb things done. But Jesus is perfect. And when done right, in him is all the treasures, knowledge and wisdom. It's Christ. So we want our roots in three areas. Number one, Jesus, the man. Because we wanted to rhyme. Number two, community, the church, the fam, each other. Number three would be The land, wherever you're at, Lansing and beyond. That's what it would look like, a life rooted that I'm with Jesus. And I want to be with his bride, his people. But I want to be with everyone too. And I want to see heaven and Lansing. I want to see all of those things go down into the ground, that those would be the key ingredients. But it all starts with me being healthy. So when the storms hit, where will our roots grip? We're not going to build a house for when it's sunny only. We want to be people that can withstand a storm. We have to be seasoned to think that way. Measure twice, cut once. Check this video out. When the storms hit, where will our roots grip?
They say a tree is known by its fruit, but I might suggest the fruit is only truly known by its roots. And if the source isn't healthy, the branches will be cut off and burned for what they won't produce. Roots. The unseen and hidden, my underrepresented but ever-present systems. If dad is in my blood, then grandpa's in my bones. Generational subterranean wisdom. The eyes look for what is here, but the heart hears what isn't my strength and dependence. A foundation firmly fixed to a living statue, a moving, breathing, concrete, steel rebar, and organic matter mix roots. Maybe a little misshapen, but connected. Rugged, messy, and restless roots. The source of all creation, I am potential. You see, if color was an idea, then I am the divine imagination that it sprang from. Let that sit for a second. I grow deeper when shaken. I'm unfazed by a fade frame door fame. My soil is sacred roots. Planted, not buried. My work is slow. I measure time in decades, homie. You can't hurry taste. Like when you ask if the Thanksgiving turkey is almost done and your grandmother says from the kitchen, soon. <laughs> the flavor's in the process. This ain't a microwave, I'm the crock pot. I mean, what's better? Noodles in a foam cup or ramen with an egg and sasson in it from the stovetop. I'm just saying I'd rather be the latter. So the question is, will you let me in the living room so I can show you what true life is? From the inside out, we'll take your colors and again make them vibrant and we'll get rid of everything in you that's lifeless. Will you make space for me? I am Roots. Let's get a little texture and color to our year. Pull out your vision mag. And at home, it'll also be on the screen for you. And if you just started tuning in now, you can go to citylifelancing.com, click resources, and then the vision mag will be online there. You have a blurb on page one describing the vision being rooted and built up in Jesus, putting our roots down in the man, the God-man, Jesus, in the fam, his people, community. Now, City Life isn't the only church, but if City Life's the place you want to make home, I'd encourage you to put your roots down. And then wherever the land you're in, love, lead, listen. Moving to page three, you got a little about city life. Our vision is not actually love the city. At its core of who we are is people changed by the gospel. And everything we do, the gospel is center. And in the gospel, solves all issues. Not just to talk about, Action should be taken. Disciples change to transform every space and sphere they're in. You have our three discipleship focus, one of them being our Sunday gathering. Look at us today. You belong here. You are loved. You have purpose. Second would be groups. You can sign up in the hallway today. 
Sign up online. Get in one. We're better together. I know you'll meet some weird people you didn't know were in your family, but isn't there already weird people in your family? So what's worse than just adding a, you know, a church family? It's God's people. <laughs> just keep getting messy. It's beautiful. It's better that way. And if you've been traumatized by the hurt of so many people, I pray that the season ahead would be one of healing. And then number three, discipleship focus for us is love the city where we have events that we collectively team up and there's a, a handful of target that we do, which is with the truck that's in the neighborhoods, uh, the home strategy, schools, world missions, care, events. And we're going to keep that stuff in motion. So this isn't a year of goals. What is the goal? Roots. Just keep growing slow with, with Jesus and his people and what he's called us to. And I think that will get us in a great place. You'll see our passions. This is kind of like doctrine uh, statement for us. Got a top 10 there. They're all fun. Moving on to page seven. Whoa, man, I want to be in. Well, cool, you can get connected. There's three ways. We call membership and serving the dream team. Those teams are listed on page eight. There's the different departments, serve one, attend one. There's a healthy rhythm in lifestyle. Second, get in a group. Maybe you want to lead a group this season ahead. How do you lead one? Join one, express that you want to lead one, and then we'll get you locked in in the coaching you would need for that. And then lastly, again, you have the Love the City events. The dream teams are Kid City, Connections, Worship and Production, Behind the Scenes, and Love the City. And then number 10 is great for the key calendar folks. Y'all still with me? All right, cool, cool, cool. Thanks, baby. Get these dates on the calendar. You got the group sessions. Easter Sunday, God works through Easter Sunday. Your boy got saved on an Easter Sunday, and he didn't even know it was Easter Sunday. I showed up at a church, Mount Hope specifically, sat up in the top row of the balcony, and my life was forever changed. You got baptism and child dedication on May 1st and October 2nd. The summer block parties with the truck go out in several neighborhoods beginning in June. You have the Love the City Week, Labor Day. In November, groups will be on pause and we'll do a Wednesday Unite where all of us get together for Unite. And then Christmas Eve, there will be a candlelit service on Saturday and then Christmas falls on a Sunday this year. And I got, we got asked, they were like, so we're, we're not gonna do Christmas service in person, right? We're like, oh no, we're for sure doing it in person. If there was ever a day that we get to like worship Jesus, it's, it's falling on a Sunday. So... Kudos to all the family plans, but man, we're going to just lift up Jesus and then we're going to go out and love the city. So if you want to be a part of that, you can already start thinking through Christmas Day. And then you'll see some extras on the back. There's the health kit, a way to start your day. And uh, there's the app and there's follow us and then ways to give. In the next, um, one, worship team, if you come up in the course of the next several weeks, we're going to create intentionality 
to grow us as a people. Hopefully that will be the healthiest we've ever been. And we'll be going through a model called Get Rooted. And we have the roots, not the band, but there's seven roots that will help spark our discipleship walk with Jesus Christ. And number one, the first root is seed understanding salvation. This is key. I don't know if the thief on the cross knew the Bible well, but I knew, I know that he knew the name of Jesus enough to say, Jesus, you're it. And Jesus said, today you'll be with me in paradise. How's that Bible study? Understanding salvation is a lifelong journey. This will help us be deeper, wider, and stronger. Number two, the source, growing deep roots in Jesus through Bible, prayer, and worship. Three, community, getting rooted in a local church. Man, you imagine talking to Jesus, be like, I love you, Jesus. I love you. I love you. I cannot stand your people. (laughs) Jerome, I love you. I love you. And I couldn't stand your kids. Right? But real talk, man, the heart for the church is like getting too calloused. Not callous like strong way, but just getting like hardened. Like, ah, I don't want anything to do it. No, man, get soft. The church is us. So shout out to all of our brothers and sisters across the world. Number four, let's bear fruit through serving, sharing, and giving, being on vocation, and letting that be on full display. Let's tend and living and staying free. Let's experience this, this walk with Jesus. Ongoing repentance. Repentance is a good thing. I am sorry is awesome. Weeds will grow. There is an enemy, the devil. He comes to what? Steal, kill, and destroy. Thank you, Tom. And shout out to the others, but I heard him the loudest. That's not good. Stealing and killing and destroying, it's really bad. So let's not assume that we're growing and that we don't need an audit on our soil often. And that's what tending can do, that it's healthy. And then finding some people in our life or Paul's or mentors and and then ultimately the great commission, reproducing that, multiplying, making disciples. So here's the pitch, maybe some keys. The pitch is simple. Will you grow your roots with Jesus? And we would love to do it together. There's a tree represented up here or up here, that represents each one of our lives. It's a white pine. And I was reading about a white pine, and I'm, gonna, I'm just going to grab one. Let's get this young lad up here. Hi, little tree. And when, when we're in Jesus, the neat thing is, Our security's in him. And Christ doesn't lose one of his. But yeah, there is a mystery involved that our choices and decisions and we can be really healthy 30, 60, and 100-fold followers. Or we can be followers that just like barely get in. Let's do the work to nurture our walk with Jesus. Let's starve out every element of the world, every human tradition that's not like Christ. Let's magnify him 
And with spring right around the corner, you'll be able to take this home. You got to keep it moist. And first day of spring is March 20th, and you can plant it, I believe, then. But that's maybe where the illustration breaks down, because if your plant dies, don't think you do, okay? So, but it is a cool thing to say, I'm going to try to care for this the same way I'm going to care for my life. And a white pine is long, slender, has blue-green needles, sometimes reaches, uh, the needles reach five-inch in length, grown in bundles of five, and they are soft and flexible, thought that was really neat. I pray that we would be flexible and soft this year. Really soft, kind to ourselves and kind to each other. Filled with love. And if you're willing to say, you know what? I do. I want Jesus. I want to put my roots down in him. And we'll invite you during the close while they worship to just come up front and you'll be able to grab one and take one home for yourself. And before we do that, we'll have an opportunity to to invest here at City Life. And there's many different spiritual disciplines. One is just having a, a lifestyle of giving. I pray that we would first recognize Christ's worth and that when we learn about things like tithing, it would come from a heart of compassion, not from a law that I have to, I get to. When I first got my life transformed, one of the easier spiritual disciplines for me was this is the best deal ever. I can support something with 10% and beyond that is gonna share the good news and outlive my lifetime and somebody kept the lights on so that I could hear this Jesus. And I know you can hear Jesus anywhere, but the gathering to empower us, to stir one another up, oh, the bride, yo, Yeah, well, let's learn how to structure our money in a way that models Jesus. In every area of our life, we would just say, Jesus, what do you want from me? In God's blueprint. So on page 11, you'll notice the ways to give. We'll first have those buckets pass, and then, for the sake of order, we will then invite people up to come get your tree. There's no pressure. You don't have to. You don't have to impress anybody. And you can get a tree. Even if you say, I don't want Jesus, um, that's between you and Jesus, but you want to just plant a tree. So there's that as well, okay? But I prefer that you're doing it because you're like, I'm really in with Jesus. But by all means, you belong here. That'd be like having a, a, a buffet and telling everybody they can eat. But you can only eat if you're a Christian, okay? So the gift is yours as well. You'll see the ways to give on the screen. I pray that, uh, I don't know where you're at with giving. I don't know where you're at with percentage. But maybe the best step is make it automatic and first and start somewhere. And then go from there. And watch God transform your life. God, I pray today, as we get to kick off this year investing, our lives, our time, our talent, our treasure, that we really would put our roots down on you. That this is a sober moment. It doesn't have to be some big hoorah. It doesn't need Super Bowl energy. It's already finished. You already won. Thank you, God. Thank you. Use every dollar to love this city, 
to keep letting the one know that they are loved, belong, and have purpose. And thank you, God, that you allow us to be a part of what you're doing here at City Life. May we never forget all you've taught us in this first lap, these seven years, and to continue to learn more ahead for what you want to do as we want to grow deep and wide and strong in you. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Well, as the buckets pass, uh, you can go online. A couple commercials is the hallway has groups sign up. So in every one of your bags, you have the list, the menu of groups. There will also be a cookie on your way out before we worship and before we're invited to come get our treat. That cookie is not gluten-free, um, but we just don't have any gluten-frees today, so sorry. But that is for you as well. And we can mail you one if you really want. Our team believes that. There's a sweet fragrance in the room, friends. There's a sweet fragrance in your room. It's heaven doing all the work. Jesus, God leading his people. Just as a plant grows, it's slow, but it happens in the right environment. And God is faithful to grow his children. And in him is all the treasure in Jesus. So let's be rooted and built up in him. Will you stand and worship? and come up front and grab a tree and we'll sing and I'll be back with Crystal and we'll pray to close the day.
you come on you can give it to the lord thank you for being a part of vision sunday today uh if you didn't get a chance to get a treat get one before you walk out get a cookie sign up for a group we'll see you next week we're going to begin the roots and we're going to look at understanding salvation it's something that i still marvel at 20 years following jesus there is so much of what took place on the cross let's learn about it next week Groups will then kick off after next Sunday. We'll be here 10 a.m. and 11.30. All races, all faces, and all ages. You belong here. We're going to keep loving this city one life at a time. And we're not going to stop until Jesus makes all things new. Have the best day of your lives, y'all.